Hi guys, welcome to She's Frank podcast. My name is Renee Dukakis and I have conversations with amazing women and I'm recording them especially for you. My hope is that we can make a change by promoting open conversations about the things that are truly important. Together, let's be women who walk boldly, act graciously and speak frankly. Like the vision for community happened in community. Yeah. Um, so like through having friendships and through seeing how well we worked together and how much we loved each other and how just easy it was mm. to live together, we just started getting excited about what our lives were and then what the Bible says about it. Mm. Um, yeah, so the bigger picture of just life's not about me fundamentally. Hello everybody, I am so excited to share this episode with you guys. Maggie is truly one of my best friends, as you will hear, and she is such a gift to me. I don't even know where to begin in talking her up because I just think she's amazing in so many ways. But the way that sticks out to me the most is how she does friendship. That's probably why I think so highly of her because she truly is such a good friend to me. So today we talk about friendship and community. In this conversation you will hear us deconstruct our friendship and our gut responses to things in life that pop up and my favourite part about this is how we take away the assumption that our initial response and how we want to react is the best response. We talk about how it's important to sit with people when they allow us into the hard spaces and how we can lift up people in our circle that may have a differing capacity for some tasks within everyday life. Guys, I think there is so much value in this episode, so enjoy the listen. Welcome to the She's Frank podcast, everybody. This is Maggie. Hi. (laughs) So... We've been best friends for a long time now. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, our best friendness has looked different in different <laughs> stages. <laughs> very, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One stage it was very like every day. Every day. All the time. Yeah. Except it, for when we had to go to work. And then even then we worked across the room from each other. So we just like wave, <laughs> pop in, get a coffee because Maggie worked at a coffee shop and I worked at a clothes store so beforehand I would like come in I think like sometimes I would like even come in and you hadn't started work yet so I would just like talk to your boss and (laughs) chat with her and yeah Yeah. and they'd be like when's Maggie start remind me (laughs) and I'd wave at you across the road yeah (laughs) yeah and then after work I'd go over and buy some clothes so your boss loved me (laughs) yeah we yeah yeah. And, like, I still love your boss now and you still <laughs> yeah. love mine. Yeah. It's worked well. Yeah, yeah. We're good at getting each other friends as well. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we we live three hours away now. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, obviously we do a chat, how you're going, what's going on, and then, like, we check in with all the people and we're like, so how's that boss doing? <laughs> yeah. And, like, you told me that she's pregnant and I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though I don't. I never see her anymore. Yeah. Like, I'll see her once a year. Yeah. And depending on how busy the store is, yeah. 
depends on if she can say hi or not. Like yeah. she always asks about you too, though. Yeah. Oh. Every time I go, she's like, "How's Renee? Have you seen her? You guys yeah. must miss each other so much." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so so sweet. sweet. Yeah. Um, but I, that actually kind of works perfectly in with um, what we're talking about today yeah. because we, we, I, I assume that we're going to talk about a lot of things that we haven't planned for, but I do want to talk to you about community mm-hmm. because that is something that you have been very intentional with. Yeah. Um, you've lived in a few different places over the lifespan of our friendship. Basically, we were just like, let's just give them a rundown yeah. so we know. They, they kind of know where we're coming from. Yeah. But we became kind of friends, yeah. acquaintances in high school. Yeah. Like as good of friends as you get in high school, I think. Well, some people get good friends in high school. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like it's even, it was bizarre because we were in a group. Yeah. And out of the group, I feel like we were yeah, we the were. less close out yeah. of everyone. Yeah. Like we were like, oh, I'm friends with you because we have that mutual friend and mm. we're all in a group together. But like... Yeah. we wouldn't have like I would have been like I would never have been like Maggie come to my house for a sleepover yeah, no. or anything like that no but then um you started coming to church yeah yeah because cute boys also I just thought it would be funny <laughs> yeah yeah and then jokes on you your life got changed <laughs> uh, classic Jesus man <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah and then it was shortly after that that you moved away. Yeah, I moved to Ballarat for uni. Yep. And then you moved back. Yep. And I'll then continue. you now you're in Melbourne. Melbourne, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like maybe it was the hardest when you're back in Warrnambool because there wasn't necessarily that uni culture of people your own age. Yeah. But really in Ballarat you have made beautiful friends. Yeah. And in Melbourne now the most beautiful um, vision of what it should look like to be in community. Mm -hmm. Like the close knit friendship group that you have built yourself, Mm -hmm. honestly, to me is like a part of your family. Yeah. Like we, we are pretty slack with talking on the phone, Yeah. but literally it's like, how's everything going? Like give me the rundown of your life. And then it's like, okay, you know, How's Nikki and David going? (laughs) How's the nieces? How's the nephews? You know, what's Rachel? Like, we kind of do the family thing. And then it's like, so how's the friends? How's the gang? And that's what it should be. So have you always, like, was it intentional? Like, what was the mindset behind that? Um, I think I was very fortunate when I moved to... I didn't have the big vision for what community should be in Ballarat. I was just very fortunate with who I... Mm-hmm. met and we just blessed. became very close very quickly like our mm. personalities just clicked yeah um and then in melbourne like the vision for community happened in community yeah um so like through having friendships and through seeing how well we worked together and how much we loved each other and how just easy it was mm. to live together we just started getting excited about what our lives were and then what the Bible says about it. Mm. Um, yeah, so the bigger picture of just life's not about me fundamentally. Yeah. Um, but without having my family, like my biological family nearby, and without having as many friends as I did in other places, and like with you being far away, 
like who was I going to invest in who was I going to care for mm. and who was going to care for me yeah because I've never you know I don't flourish when I'm on my own mm. um I get real but that does tend to be like a tendency of yours of like yeah. when you're ultra stressed or when you're yeah. not mentally doing well you're like yeah bye world yeah exactly <laughs> I'm gonna go watch Netflix for seven days seven days <laughs> and I'll exit my room to get some KFC yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that depended on the whole like vegetarian stage yeah, as well. That was yep. the, that was the darkest. Yeah. Stage. <laughs> <laughs> it was just Netflix. <laughs> it was just, and Turkish delight. I would eat like a block of Turkish delight <laughs> too yeah. often. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't know this. I didn't know. Didn't this. you? No. Yeah. If I had to, if I had to guess what chocolate was your like go to chocolate, mm. I would. Really? I'm a bad friend. Really. Hmm. I think because we do we do the cheeses we yeah. do the cheeses and the yeah wine and like the yeah coffee mm. we're we're more brunch friends yeah 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 rather brunch yeah. and then like so brunch and then post like pre dinner mm. slash post dinner and dinner and dinner what did we used to snack on I think we just used to like have the most massive meals and then yeah. be like I can't snack <laughs> <laughs> you went through a bit of a bruschetta phase. You did that a lot. Oh, bit. Yeah? yeah? Okay, and yeah. A lot yeah, of hummus. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. We okay. did that in one yeah. All right. Yeah. I understand now a little bit yeah. more of why I don't know your chocolate preferences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm um normal or black forest. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, just I just want you to know me on that level. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'm not a fan of black forest, but I think we can move past this. Yeah, okay. I think this well, is I'm, not the biggest hurdle in our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Turkish delight, mm. so that's all right. We'll if we ever do our chocolate days, then we'll um yeah. have separate chocolates. They're usually next to each other on the shelf, though, so I think that's that's cute. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've got way off topic. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> yep. Good. 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 So, what were we talking about? Um. Oh, that it is your tendency to kind of yeah. hide yourself away, but you found yourself wanting mm. to be known. Yeah, yeah. And just found people who wanted to know me. So, like, mm. when they like, slip into a bit of darkness, and as soon as you slip into a little bit of darkness, you just want all of it, so you yeah. hide away. Um, and actually having friends who are willing to step into the darkness with me mm. and pull me out of it. Yeah. Um, like, I think that's how you tend to form friendships. Like, I think mm. the way that we became friends was pretty, like, life got real hard. Yeah. And we just kind of had each other. Mm. And you know what? Sometimes it's not even a friend that's going to pull you out of the darkness, but just sit with you in the yeah. darkness. Yeah. Just be like, this is crap. Yeah. Let's just stay here for a little while. Yeah. And then one day it'll be a little less crap and we'll, yeah. you know, move a little bit closer to the light kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I just think as soon as someone gets in there, it just gets a little bit lighter. 100 yeah. percent. i agree with that yeah. yeah yeah um i was thinking about this just last week mm. because i was thinking i'm reading the new test the old testament at the moment mm. i'm like in the very start of leviticus so we know that i'm struggling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i've created a pretty good habit with it so i'm yeah. doing pretty good mm-hmm. um but i was thinking about the community of the Old Testament, mm. and then we've been focusing a lot at church about um, the New Testament, like Great Commission, yeah. go and disciple, that whole 
um, catalyst for the early church. And I was really thinking about what a gift church is and like the friends that we can find in it. Like I was thinking about um, Old Testament, how they have their family. And Mm -hmm. obviously there was a very big regard to that in that Torah culture. Absolutely. Um, But I was thinking about, well, they had their family and they had their um, community. And I think we like, obviously, um, like, you know, there's the 12 tribes of Israel right Mm -hmm. now. So would have been very... I think in my mind I have a very picturesque idea of what that would have looked like. Like, you know, they had their family and they were close with their family and that's beautiful. And I was just thinking about how, like, like I think we just have such an idealism when it comes Mm. to certain people in the Bible or certain um, people groups of the Bible. Like, the Israelites were not perfect. No, that's what the Old Testament's about. (laughs) Yeah, like, why do I think that they didn't have messed up families Mm. and they didn't have broken families and that there wouldn't have been people within that that's like you're supposed to be my people yeah and you're all sorts of messed up like the brokenness and the loneliness so um my family's a bit messy yeah (laughs) most of our families are so literally it was last sunday and i was driving to church and i just felt such a joy Mm because i was like this is a gift yeah like the fact that we can go and unite and worship together and i can have a wider group of people who love me, mm-hmm. but a small group of people that love me too. Yeah. Like that just really hit home for me. I was like, God didn't have to do this. Yeah. But he did. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like all we need is him. But then yeah. because of the entire separation, how that's not fulfilled yet because the world's just messy and hard mm-hmm. and we're messy and hard. Yeah. Like the fact that we actually get people now so that we can get a glimpse of that, what that's going yeah. to be. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. And um, even, like, even the Great Commission, like, go on disciple, mm-hmm. like, that is such a um, an intimate term of, like, a discipleship is yeah. working closely. It's not like go and tell the world or go and – it's not like a one-and-done kind of activity of, like, well, you go and you evangelize and then you're done. It's like yeah. disciple, yeah. which is just – Walk next to them. It paints a picture, isn't yeah. it, of, like, how God was changing things and, like, bringing something new in and yeah. – yeah, I just think that's really beautiful. Yeah, and then you get that language throughout the entire um, New Testament when, like, Paul's writing his letters, letters to Timothy and Titus and being like, my dear son, and all yeah. these things with these people that he's just loved and cared mm. for. Yeah, there's, like, that shift of, like, family is so important and, mm. like, you know, honour your mother and your father, but this is your family now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a bigger family that we... Mm. Just, everything just points to something bigger. Yeah. Which is so exciting. Definitely. Because everything here is, well... Things here still have their good elements to them and can feel really good mm. and really satisfying for a time, but it's all just a shadow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, can we talk a little bit about how to love someone when when they're in that dark period and they're not necessarily loving you back? Because mm. I think that's something that you guys do really well is, like, in your little gang, you're, like... Be like, yeah, they're going through something right now, so we'll give them a little bit of space. And then um, you just bring them right back in when they need it. Like, Because yeah. let's be honest, sometimes you can't sit with someone in the dark place. Mm-hmm. They don't want you there. They, yeah. like, they're like, it's a no from me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And that does further damage to the relationship yeah. that can sometimes, let's be honest, is like un- unrepairable. Yeah. So, yeah, have you got any... Um, like little pearls of wisdom or like Mm. is it just like a persistence and a patience thing like yeah um i think 
like any friendship should have an element like I think that what we've done is we've just always been very honest mm -hmm. with each other with a very quick I love you after and before yeah so it's I love you but you're being anything like, yeah like you're yeah wrong yeah <laughs> but i love you <laughs> but i love you so yeah. much like it's just grace upon grace upon grace yeah with a little bit of reality mixed in there too which includes you need to shape up because mm. actually i love you which yeah, means i don't love. want you to be in the darkness i want mm. you to have the better thing and sometimes that means you say that and then they go no nah, i don't care yeah and they go and hide for a little bit but also because it's grace mm. and you say i love you they know that they can come back. Yeah. There's a, um, I don't know if we've talked about this before properly because yeah. I love it. I love that <laughs> all the time. Um, it's, um, I saw it. It's like a meme and it said, the truth shall set you free, but first it'll really piss you off. Mm -hmm. Like there is that moment of like, wow, okay, thanks Maggie. Like <laughs> we're going to take a week, but yeah. then you just come back and you're like, yeah, thank you. You were right. Yeah. yeah. I think for when, like they do that for me, when people do that for me, I already know the truth. Mm. And just having someone tell it to you is like, oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I already knew this. Mm. I didn't want it. Yeah. Well, I think something you guys do really well um, that I wanted to bring up is, like, you do that before it gets to the rubber hitting the road. Like, you guys practice that where you're very open and honest mm. and very um, aware of other people's shortfalls. And, like, yeah. you kind of talk about it in an open way of, like um, – oh, well, I know you struggle with this, so yeah. of course you're going to respond to that way or of course you're going to do that, like yeah. just in your normal conversation. Yeah. So then when they are having a hard time, you're like, well, we know these are your tendencies yeah. and it's not like that slap in the face of like, we've never talked about this yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just very open with each other about our sin and with each other's sin. Mm. But also I think something that's very important and very helpful is the fact that we're a group and not just a partnership. Yeah. Like I think you need to have wisdom in who should talk to people about certain things. Mm. Like I can't talk to them. Like if someone's got a problem with me, it's not always the most helpful for me to say yes stuff. Mm. Like eventually I should, because mm. you need to actually resolve things Yeah, uh, with people. You can't just hide and be passive aggressive, even though I love to do that. <laughs> Apparently it's not wise or good. Yeah, what? Well, uh, that's not healthy. I know. We probably should change the topic of this <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> I'm real mad about it, but yeah. it's also very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you actually need to discuss. And it can be hard because gossip's awful and you want to not do that. Yeah. But it's a very fine line being like, I'm concerned for this person. How do we love them? Mm. Being like, I'm annoyed. Like, that's where you need to not do the passive aggressive. And then I find hard not getting bitter about things. Like, if yeah. I get annoyed about someone, I'll just, it'll turn into gossip rather than love. Mm. And I think it is right like turning to someone that can point you back to the positive side of that person of like mm. okay yeah but we know that they're just going through a hard time yeah. right now or this isn't actually this is just an outworking of their mental state or like whatever yeah. it is um but that can point you back to what you know is you know they're a great person you know they love you mm. this isn't about you um yeah. and when they aren't pointing you to that it means it's probably an unhealthy conversation that shouldn't be happening. It was yesterday, yeah. just yesterday, I was feeling a bit frustrated with someone because it doesn't matter the situation, but I like 
kind of had a mutual friend and I was like, this is really frustrating me. Like this behavior is pretty unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And she was like, mm, do you know what? I actually can't talk about that right now because that's been really frustrating me as well. Yeah. So it's like if we had have continued that conversation anymore, mm. it would have be- gone to a really unhealthy place of just nitpicking and be- like mm. being disrespectful. Yeah. But we were like, okay, this is frustrating and we might need to sit with that and have a conversation with that person if it happens again or like just create really – straight boundaries of like hey this is my expectation mm. like you know in a loving way yeah um but yeah it was that moment of like I thought that like I was going to a place where I could be pointed to positivity yeah. and she was like no nah, I can't take you there and we just stopped the conversation I think that yeah. I was really proud of us for doing that yeah that's mm. good yeah yeah I think it's like helpful to have a mediator that can be like validate your concern yeah but then you're right also just give you some perspective Mm because like when you're in it and like your emotions are going yeah you need someone to just kind of pull you out and go no there's something else here yeah even someone that like literally pulls you out of it enough to say this is not about you Mm. like you're frustrated because they've said something to hurt you or you feel like they've disrespected you in some way yeah but they're doing this out of their own brokenness this is not about you yeah um I just think that is so healthy because mm. that's our, like, our tendency. We just take on everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, why are they doing that? Is it because I offended them? Like, what have I done wrong? Yeah. Like, is it because they don't love me enough? Like, what have yeah. I done wrong? Yeah. Um, mm. yeah. Are you feeling a bit stressed? You're playing with your tea string. Uh, I'm just fit- – I'm a fiddler. <laughs> I don't know how to focus on one task. <laughs> it's a bit of a problem. That's fine. This is why I've been um, at uni for a while. Mm, um – Sorry, there are a few other things in that. <laughs> you can keep playing with it. No, you don't I have to put kept it. The string. Oh, you yeah. kept the string. Good yeah. job. Yeah, thanks. It looks so festy. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's like the color of, like it was peppermint, and now it's like a little bit dirty because you've been playing with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not ashamed. Yeah, it's alright. I'm just like pointing out your flaws yeah, before we're you. into an argument, so that we're aware of it. <laughs> um, can you talk to me a little bit about how you respond? when someone comes to you with something that's um, overwhelming or hard to hear or it's um, mm. – I think that's something that you guys do really well is you guys go deep and you share the hard stuff of like this is what I'm struggling with in my sin or this is what's going on in my family. Yeah. And I think you guys do that really well. I think a lot of other people – don't go past that level because they're scared of what their friends will say of like, they'll be shocked. And I think you guys do a really good mm. job of like, just going, Hmm. Okay. Well, that's a thing. Cool. <laughs> what are we doing about it? Like, yeah. like how, how do you respond? Um, I think what's most helpful is all, we're all Christians. So we all have the same worldview and we all have mm-hmm. the same understandings of where we're going and what we want. Um, so if there's something big that happens, we all just go, okay, the world's broken, this sucks, I'm real sorry. Mm. Or, like, if it's something about family, like family's sick or whatever. Um, yeah, like, it's just a very realistic, this just sucks, mm. um, sorry. And I think... A helpful realization for me was when someone tells me something and I'm overwhelmed 
they would I doubt they'd be surprised by me being overwhelmed because it's big news. Mm. Um and also they'd be much more overwhelmed than I am because yeah. it's actually their life. Um so the little bit that I'm feeling means that I have more capacity than they do actually to see this clearly. Mm. So I just need to sit with them and That's a really good point. Care. So when you're feeling overwhelmed in those spaces, like do you literally just be like I don't know, like when you're feeling overwhelmed, it can be really hard to think what's the next step that mm. I can do in this situation so that they feel loved, but they also feel heard. So what, like, what is a practical thing that you do? Mm. Because I think sometimes it's good to create, kind of create that when I'm feeling overwhelmed because mm. a friend has kind of just dropped something on me. Yeah. This is what I do. I say, let's get a cup of tea <laughs> and, you know, talk me through this. Or is, yeah. is there kind of, obviously it would be different in any situation but yeah. have you got something that you can kind of give people of like a tool of like yeah it's it's yeah yeah do you get what I mean yeah I think so I think don't just jump onto problem solving straight away mm. I think we do problem solving to try and make ourselves more comfortable and more in control of the situation and I yeah. think actually we need to just sit and feel overwhelmed and feel a bit messy for mm. a little bit and for that to be okay yeah um so I think don't rush to make it okay because you just can't like you can't make people and situations okay mm. like yeah. that's not your power yeah um and yeah do whatever makes them comfortable get a cup of tea or mm. fried chicken or put a song on or yeah. just yeah. whatever you know makes them feel a bit more comfortable a bit more themselves mm. it's like when you get a bit more when you get big news I think you can just kind of fall into a bit of a frenzy of mm. Can I ask your opinion on something? Because I think this is this is what I do, and I don't know if it's the most helpful. Yeah. I think when I hear big news, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, what's the root cause? Like, and I think yeah. I tr- I'm I'm too like I love you, and I want to understand this, mm. and I don't think that's too helpful. I people I think people want to feel unconditional love in that space, yeah. and I think I kind of tend to just jump to that's fine. But I want to understand why this is an issue, or what's create, what's the backstory behind this? Yeah, um, is that more if like someone comes to you with like a sin that they're struggling with, or that sort of thing, or you just want to understand backstory um, to any problem? Probably like sin. That's one yeah. of the things I was thinking about. But even like you know, I'm having these family issues. Okay, well, what was what was it like when you were two? <laughs> Walking me through it. Um, what's your earliest memory? Yeah, and like, and also, why do you have the attitude that you have? Like, you know. Yeah. Is that because, you know, abuse is a part of your past or is it because, mm. you know, you have bitterness that you're holding on to? Like, I think I'm just, I think people want a listener and they want to feel loved. And I think I'm too quick to be like, I want to understand this mm. whole situation. And it's not always. Yeah. I think it makes me feel better because I can, I can feel like I have, I can give informed wisdom. Like, yeah. of like, oh, I understand the situation a little bit better now. This is the yeah. advice I would give you. They don't always want advice. No. And I think that's why I ask the questions yeah. is to give advice. Yeah. That's not necessarily what they yeah. want. And it's hard when people you don't know super well drop a bomb on you, which is like another blessing of being in community, like churches mm. and stuff, is that you're not super close with everyone. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it is hard that's definitely here's an example like that's definitely one of your tendencies is trying to understand and control and Mm. get everything settled yeah so it makes sense that you do that Mm. I don't think it's always like if you dropped a bomb on me that's what we would do 
Yeah, because that's like how I process. Because that's yeah. how you do yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I like, I don't think it's wrong, but I don't think it's what people need when they drop the bomb. No, I think that's like a yeah. That might be like a yourself. second or third conversation yeah. of like. So can I just? I just want to understand you and this issue yeah. a little bit better. Like, would you feel comfortable? Like, or whatever. Usually, yeah. it comes up pretty naturally. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the first one you just go, what do you need to feel loved right now? Mm. Like you ask that question. You don't necessarily ask them that question, but like from your knowledge of them, you think, what does this person need Mm. from me right now to feel loved, to feel safe? Yeah. Because like when your life falls apart, you just need a space Mm. to be. Mm. But I also don't think it's wrong to ask those questions. No, not at all. Like what do you need right now? Yes. Do you need to stay a night? Do you need to, like what? How can I support you? Like, I don't think it's wrong to ask those questions. Um, So we've talked a little bit about how I want to process things when I come to you of, like, I have this issue. Yeah. I'm like, let's talk it out. Yeah. What – how can I be a better friend to you when you come to me and you're like, I have this issue? What – because I think I've done this poorly in the past. I think I've I've automatically done what I want to do. And what what do you want me to do? Uh (laughs) – Buy you Turkish Delight chocolate. <laughs> uh, I hate problem solving. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, like, as soon as I have something that's on my mind or, um, yeah, that's overwhelming me, I just kind of want to sit mm. in it and be – this is my unhealthy tendency is I just want to forget. Like, I just want to run away from all of my problems all of the time. Mm. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily super unhealthy straight away as long as I get brought back to it, which is where, like, you are very helpful to me mm. in that you don't let me run away. You go, yeah. no, let's face it, let's figure yeah. it out. Which is probably, like, because I, I was thinking about this as you were talking, like, that's probably where we're at now is, like, yeah. because I live f- further away, it's like you call me when you're ready to talk <laughs> about it because you know what my response is yeah. going to be, which is good on your part yeah. and bad on my part. Yeah. It's also why sometimes yeah. we don't have a phone call for six months because <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> hey, we haven't got that bad. No, we're not that bad. Oh, maybe we are. It's been a while. Oh, yeah. Mm. But then we visit, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, I had something to say, but I forgot. Um, your tendency is to hide away and mm. – Well, is that almost what we need is like – because I think the issue in the past has been that you've hidden away – to unhealthy coping mechanisms mm. like is it almost that i do better with not asking questions in those spaces and that you know you can come down for a weekend and yeah and be like no renee we're not asking questions this weekend <laughs> yeah. and it's like no you can you can um you can problem solve my life away this weekend like you know kind yeah. of have that language around what you need yeah which i think is like the reason our friendship works is not because we're the same. It's because we communicate mm. and because we yeah. don't take it personally when we do. Yeah. Or well, we do. And then we come back. And <laughs> yeah. That was on me. That's because I'm sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like I'm pretty happy mm. with that. And also, yeah, I just appreciate the security in it so like mm. we cannot talk for a while and then come yeah. back and I can still tell you about my whole life and you can still problem solve it and it'll mm. still be fine yeah um and there's still always love and like I know I can come and stay here whenever yeah, I want that's to. good like um I think there's got to be the balance hey there's mm. got to be the balance of like no 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 we need to talk about this and then yeah. also the balance of like I need to be able to recognize 
Yeah. That I don't have to do that every time. Yeah. And I think that's why we have, we need to surround ourselves with more friends is because, you know, you need the problem solver and you need the person that will just sit and cry with you. And you need the person that will be like, well, you know, let's go paintballing or like, you know, whatever, like, come on, like, come on, chin up, let's go, you know. And I think it's good to try and be all of those types of friends, but know that you have a tendency in it. You have a mm. gift as well. Like, I don't think you want to put it all in a negative light. Like, I think yeah. being able to make people comfortable in a certain way is good. Mm. Um, but I think that's why the love point is important. Friendship isn't about you. You don't do what makes you comfortable. Yeah. You do what makes them comfortable, and then you do what they need. Yeah. It's like you make me comfortable, and then you make me do plans because mm. I actually need to do that. Like yeah. it's not good for me in my yeah. life if I keep running, mm. but it's not good for you if you just keep making plans because then you just keep thinking you have control yeah. over your yeah. life. <laughs> and I don't actually complete the plans. No. <laughs> <laughs> but gosh, they look so nice all highlighted. <laughs> oh, they? Yeah. Such good stationery too. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thank you for talking me through that. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about community? Cause I feel like, We've danced around a lot of topics, but because we've like done a very vague overview, is there anything that you want to kind of touch on that goes deeper? That's broad. (laughs) I'm just giving you open floor. Yeah. Um, I have a few things that I like. We'll just touch on a few things. Even like you could be like, this is something you should go research. Like, like here's a few things that I am passionate about. Have a think on them and you can, I don't know. I don't know what your things are, so. How do you not know what my things are? I only talk about three things in the world. Okay, <laughs> let me guess. Uh-huh. Feminism. Yeah. Gender identity. No, I was going to go with that one. Oh, I mean, you could. Um, <laughs> like homosexuality. Yeah, sexuality in general, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know the third. Mm. Uh, sickness and disability. Oh, yeah, I should have known that. Yeah. I should have known that. That's okay. I think because that's a very, I don't know. It's one that's separate from me. Yeah. And it's been, it's been a while. It's been a Like, I've had feminism Mm. and sexuality for a while. Yeah. And I think also that's something I kind of, like, sickness and Mm. it's something I'm learning, like, learning about. And so it's kind of just a, I don't know, I probably have more knowledge on that. Mm. than the other two in comparison. Mm. But, yeah. Okay, so touch on disability and sickness. How do you love people well in that space? Yeah. Um, I think something – one of the people I love most in the world is quite sick, Mm. Um, and she's just taught me so much about who God is and how to love people in general. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that – it's just not expecting like I think when people are sick or when people have a disability we look at them um like we we think a reduced capacity is a bad thing Mm. whereas actually we're told to bear burdens yeah and capacity isn't what makes you worthy or good Mm. um bearing burdens isn't what makes you worthy or good either yeah but it's also just part of life Mm. and you're not allowed to think that your life is harder because you have to bear a burden it's Mm. actually just such a privilege yeah um i think it's taught you as well 
to be more humble in like receiving help yeah. as well because you have been giving help in a lot of different ways. Yeah. I don't know. That's something I've just kind of noticed a shift within mm. you. Yeah. Like which is good. Yeah. Actually just knowing that I'm not special, like having a physically able body, physically, well, who knows what my brain is, but like <laughs> <laughs> um, having a brain that brain that looks normal mm. um, doesn't mean that, I'm. I don't need help. Doesn't mean that I don't deserve yeah. help. Doesn't mean people don't well, want to give it I'm to you either. Yeah. Um, deserve is probably a bad word. Why do you say um, that? Uh, I'm cynical about trying to say that. Sorry, that was very slow. It's okay. Um. I don't know if it's a reasonable beef. I think that we feel like we're owed a lot. And it's a fine line because you don't want to say I'm unworthy. Like, I don't want to say that I'm unworthy mm. of love, but I also don't want to say that I should expect people to be there all the time because that's not me loving them. I'm so confused about what you're talking about. Yeah, me too. Because it sounds like maybe on some level you're saying that you, you automatically feel like you deserve help. Which I may, maybe that's what you're talking about, but I think that's so foreign because I don't think I deserve help. Yeah, which is why I didn't want to use the word because I don't think that deserve is a helpful way to think about mm. whether you need help. Like I think it's. But I do think that that is an interesting comparison because I think there are people that are, say, "I deserve help." Yeah. And other people that are like, "No, yeah. let me prove my worth. Yeah. Please don't help me." Yeah. Um, which is interesting to think about. Yeah. Mm. And also, it's everywhere. Like, churches are really bad at doing, um, like, uh, you need to earn, like, you need to do things. Mm. Like, you need to volunteer heaps in church. You need to do all these things to look like you're contributing. And then the people that don't contribute, what are they, why are they here sort of yeah. thing. Like, the way we look at what people do in church sometimes is quite unhelpful. Because um, then people with reduced capacities feel like they're automatically not as good mm. as other people rather than it just being that they have a reduced capacity and that being okay. Yeah. And also it's like the – I think there's a lot of grace for the new mother mm. who has a reduced capacity. Yeah. But maybe not so much for the person that's less physically able. Yeah. So I think just the most – helpful thing in terms of community is just acknowledging reduced capacity as an okay thing mm. yeah and someone needing a bit more help is an okay thing because mm. everyone needs help it's actually takes so much courage and wisdom mm. to say that you need it because you can push through yeah disability to a point and like you see it a lot of places like i'm unstoppable even though i have something wrong mm. and actually having something wrong isn't bad mm. like not having the capacity to make yourself dinner yeah doesn't make you less of a person yeah it's actually just a part of your life and we need to accept that rather than being like no i'm unstoppable i can make breakfast sometimes mm. just acknowledging the things that are wrong with people and not taking that as it's the same with, like, 
anything. It's the same with gender and sexuality and sin. Like, that person's proud. Um, they, we'll deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work around that. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's that's the common theme with those three things of what we need to do and how we have that community mindset is mm. we need to meet people where they're at. Yeah. 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 And just don't expect people to be more than they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even I just, like, had the thought of, like, Jesus didn't just preach in the tabernacles. Like, he went out to where people were. Yeah. Like, you know, he preached in houses. He preached. Mm-hmm. On the side of the roads. I don't yeah. have scripture to back that up. But, you know, like... Yeah. He wasn't found in a place. He went to the people. Yeah. And I think that's what we need to do. Yeah. Like, people are the thing that matter, not mm. you or anything. Like, if your motivations are you, you're probably doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, if your motivation's loving someone, that's good. Yeah. If, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we use that about... Be like, oh, I'm just loving them, and then you're burning yourself out trying to... Oh, yeah. Like, there needs to be wisdom in there, too. Oh, yeah. Like, put the mask on yourself before your kids. Feels wrong, but it's right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, We're running out of time. Okay. Can you give us a resource so that um, people can go away and they can just better their lives in some way through um, a tool that we can recommend to them right now? Uh, I think if you care about the church and... Specifically sexuality, but not necessarily. Like, it's very broad. Um, If you want to read, if you're a reader, you could listen, you could uh, read Ed Shaw's (laughs) The Plausibility Problem. Um, So he actually talks about how uh, community is a safe and good space for, should be a safe and good space for all people and how it actually makes living and, um, yeah, feeling loved and having intimacy a plausible solution outside of traditional um, family structures, okay. um, which is really cool. He does that really well. Um, and then if you don't care about that stuff, uh, a friendship that I really like is two comedians from Britain and their names are Ed Gamble and James Acaster and they have a podcast. It's on Spotify and iTunes and stuff and it's called Off Menu and okay. it's just funny and they just have a real fun banter and friendship and I really like it. Sounds good. Yeah. I have not heard of either of those things, so... There you go. I'm excited. Mine is less deep. <laughs> I'm really just setting this up to be sustainable. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah. No, I um, I, I just had no idea what you meant when you asked me for a resource. No, I I, I want a little bit of everything. Yeah, okay. a little bit of everything. I want to recommend like I want to recommend um an app mm-hmm. that has like a workout timer on it. Oh, my workouts were getting stale. Yeah, and then um, there were some girls who I'm not, they're like Dylan's friends with their partners mm-hmm. and we're not super close, but they invited me along to this boxing class and I was like, That's nice, lovely. Thank yeah. you for including me. Boxing I'm is hard. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, every week we're like, whose idea is this? And we like glare the girl who like, whose idea it was. Um, but it's our last week. On, mm-hmm. It's our last week on Tuesday. So we're going out for dinner afterwards. Nice. It's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, my workouts had been getting stale. Mm. So I downloaded this workout app. And instead of, like, doing, like, sets and a routine, now I have, like, a timer and I do lower weights or, like, lower impact, whatever, mm. and I do it in for a longer time. Yeah. And it's been rough, but in a good way. Yeah. So that's my recommendation. Like, mix things up if mix you're someone up. that likes working out. Yeah. 
Does anyone actually like working out or do we just do it? I like it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like it has benefits for my life. Yeah. I'm still not convinced that I actually like it, though. No. I'm really trying to change my mindset around that, though. Mm. Like, why do I think I don't like it? I think I don't like it because I think it's something I'm not good at. And because I think I always thought, I'm never going to be that fit girl. Yeah. Which so many feelings of deficiency and inadequacy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's one of those things of like, why do I not like it? Because I'm not the best at it. Yeah. Like, go have fun. And you're not going to be the fittest, but you can get fitter. You can still look after the body that you've been given. Exactly. Nice. You cannot die of cardiovascular disease. That's a thing. <laughs> I'm still very impressed that I don't have diabetes at this point. I ate a lot of Turkish wine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think on that note, um, speaking of community, yes, there was a request from someone very close in your community to sneak a few words in ah, and you failed. I did. But how about we end on a joke that was the, oh, gosh. Was the plan B? Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, here we go. Get ready for the best joke you'll ever hear. So there were two muffins in an oven, and one muffin said to the other muffin, oh, gee, it's hot in here. And then the other muffin said, oh, no, a talking muffin. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> it's not funny. Uh, the funniest part of that joke is that my friend that loves that joke so much didn't actually understand the punchline for, like, five to ten years. She just thought it was funny that muffins talked. I do love that. And then understood the irony of the talking muffin being scared of a talking muffin. <laughs> And then it became all other kinds of beautiful to her, which was really wonderful. Yeah, five <laughs> years my, in the making. Made my heart very happy. <laughs> Maggie, thank you for coming. Thank you for talking with us about community. I hope you have a great day. Thanks, you too. Guys, aren't you encouraged by Maggie? And truly, when she says that she has the hard conversations with her friends, she is serious. I have been on the wrong side of one of those conversations. One, goodness, maybe more, one that comes to mind. But honestly, she does it in such a way that does point people to Jesus. We need to be thoughtful when we're entering into these spaces. But guys, we need to do it. We need to be open and honest with our friends, even if it means sometimes calling them out and trying to do so in the most loving, loving and healthy way. If you're listening to this right now, make sure you text a friend to catch up or just saying that you're thinking of them, but do something tangible and practical that will deepen your friendship. If you want to find Maggie, you can find her on Instagram under Maggie Baker, Maggie with two G's, one I. Is there any other way to spell Maggie? I don't know, but Baker has two R's, so make sure you don't forget that. And as always, you can find me at underscore she's Frank underscore with no apostrophe. Have an awesome days, guys, and we look forward to chatting soon.